I'm Mark Pender for Econoday with Mark Rogers, senior economist for Econoday. Mark, we're in a very confusing week. The government shut uh, shutdown continues today, Tuesday. What's the bottom line for economic indicators this week? Well, basically, uh, we're looking at uh, federal government sponsored data not being released this week. Uh, we've already lost uh, the news on construction outlays, however. Uh, we're going to see, uh, well, the big question is Friday, whether the shutdown continues long enough to, to impact uh, the employment situation report. We just don't know. There's a possibility that it will not be released, and that's, that's basically the, the news that the markets were waiting on this week, including uh, the Fed. Well, what does that do for uh, Wednesday's ADP report, which will be released uh, as scheduled? Is that going to, is the market going to perhaps move on that report uh, to a greater degree as a, um, you know, as a replacement uh, or a substitute for the employment report? I think that will be the case if the shutdown continues, that ADP will get greater market attention and it will be used as uh, a leading indicator for the employment situation report. Uh, so there are also s several issues related to the employment report. Uh, we, we will still get, and I have to be honest, I, I don't understand the difference. My understanding is we're still going to get the jobless claims uh, report on Thursday. So. That could be a much bigger moving indicator this week than normally. Is that because that data had already been uh, compiled? Well, again, <laughs> this goes back to I just don't know, but I've read that it will be reported. Well, you know, this is magnifying the importance of the private data, like the ADP report, and also today's ISM manufacturing report, which seemed to give the market uh, a lift. Uh, it was a very strong report suggesting that at least before the government shutdown, the manufacturing sector was showing uh, positive, uh, nearly recovery best momentum. Any comments on that? Uh, true. Uh, it, it's going to give uh, greater emphasis to the private reports. Uh, the big one Tuesday is the compilation. You know, it, it comes out in dribbles. It, it's the uh, auto sales, the unit new auto sales data, and we'll have final numbers, uh, well, basically by the time this is posted, uh, around 5 o'clock ET. The initial uh, numbers look a little soft compared to August. Yes, they do. But um, that that's one of the key figures this week from the private sector. Then we'll have ISM non-manufacturing and, uh, as we already discussed, ADP employment. Uh, going ahead, uh, we're probably, if we do not have an employment report, and even if we do on Friday, the Fed taper issue is going to be back on the front burner. There are four Fed speakers either just ahead of market open or during trading on Friday. We have uh, 
Fed hawk, uh, Dallas Fed President Richard Fisher, Fisher speaking at 8.30 in the morning Eastern Time. Then Fed Governor Jeremy Stein is going to speak on tri-party repo. It sounds technical. And why does that have anything to do with monetary policy? But actually, it may have a notable impact on how the Fed chooses to unwind uh, asset purchases. Then later, there's Richmond's Jeffrey Lacker and Min Minneapolis Fed, and uh, this is always a challenge, <laughs> Minneapolis Fed, Kachra Lakota. <laughs> I think I got that right. Well, also, uh, don't forget on Wednesday we have, uh, tomorrow we have Ben Bernanke. Uh, That's right. And he could, uh, who knows, uh, uh, take questions or uh, or make a comment uh, that could uh, be uh, important. That's true. Uh, Bernan Chairman Bernanke is uh, helping open a conference in Saint at the St. Louis Fed. Uh, generally, opening comments are very limited, and there is no Q and A. Uh, but you still have to keep. You still have to watch for it. It could happen, but most likely, uh, Bernanke will not be taking Q and A on Wednesday. Well, and last, let's close up. Uh, uh, the headlines out of Washington will also be moving the markets. Uh, right now, there doesn't seem to be any. Uh, movement at all toward a compromise, and and of course this is just the first uh, uh, first act of what could be a uh, an October drama that could uh, that uh, could conclude with a de another debt ceiling uh, issue uh, at mid month. Uh, how what do you, what's your sense on how that's going to unfold? Well, uh, I think drama is the right word. Uh, I think most economists and politicians believe some kind of resolution for the budget will take place sometime this week. There's always a possibility it doesn't. But it's the first act in a two-act play. Um, the debt ceiling comes up, and depending on who you ask, the debt ceiling is going to be hit somewhere between October 17th and the end of October. So we get to re replay this even after the budget is passed. Well, it's going to be a very exciting week, unfortunately, for everyone. Uh, thank you again, Mark Rogers for Econoday. I'm Mark Pender for Econoday.